Nah, 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 nah. We still got to do the fuck it. The setup. We live, right? Fuck it. You can cut anything we want to cut, bro. Yeah, except for uh, we ain't that far along in the game. That's what she said. Speak for yourself. Okay. We'll go that route. I think we found his favorite one. Watch your profanity. <laughs> I told you you wasn't going to say no words today, didn't I tell you? Who, me? Yeah. Nah, I'm going to say some shit. All right, let's, all get this, let's get this shit started, man. <clears throat> Turn up the Bluetooth. There you go. Three DMs boys back. Once again, in the building. Dedication. Y'all ready to pod today? Good weekend, good day, good week. It's always a good day. Okay. Ice Cube. Ice Cube said it, baby. <laughs> Turn that up a little bit, man. Let's rock. Let's rock out, man. 3DM, man. We back. It's episode three. Oh, I run up in your bank just for recreation, dedication, hard work, plus patience. To some more my sacrifice, I'm done waiting. I'm done waiting. Told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. What up? What up? What up, man? Episode three, 3DM podcast. I am handsome, raw, one third of the 3DM. Podcast. Molly Mall, another one third. What it is. Chico, the other one third of the podcast. That uh that makes a hole for those of you who don't uh know how to do math correctly, I guess. Yeah, we should have put it in eight so y'all niggas would have got it quicker. <laughs> I'm I'm just glad I was able to say it this time. Facts, 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 man. Yo, so uh couple of things going on, man. Uh Probably going to be a short podcast, man, but we're going to give you as much content as we can. Uh, before we walked in here, you showed us that uh, the video of the, the gangster country uh, viral video that's going on. Yeah, that shit was hot, bro. If you ain't seen it, you need to go check it out. Yeah, that that, that joint kind of hit, man. Ain't really like my cup of tea, man, but, man, the content... And, and that boy's bars was hitting, man. I was like, man, what is this when I'm listening to him? When I heard what he was saying, I was like, oh, okay, man. They put a real flip on this shit. But that that's a rip from uh, what 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 thing? Uh, about I just the- I just looked it up. It was uh, give me one second. It was a country song, uh, by the Rascal Flats. Rascal Flats, yeah, yeah, Bless yeah. That's the broken road. Yeah. Hey, you want to play it? Hit hard anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's what's the what's the name of it? What's the name of uh? The one you have? I'm not sure. Hold up. I'll check it out. I don't remember in the heaven. Yeah, well, we'll get to that part, man. <laughs> uh, how y'all feel about that, man? Because I feel like once Lil Nas X hit that old time road thing and it blew up how it did, kind of in that lane of it's hip hop but it's country, now people looking to go into that lane where it's just kind of like, oh, that's another new way to pop. You know what I mean? That might not even be their thing they just kind of doing a prodigy prop pot pottery what what's the word called um parody see of the song you know what i mean like kind of kind of as in a joke but it went viral so 
And, and I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they just doing a cover of it in their own way, and it's it's not just a joke for them. Like they really trying to do this music thing in that form of fashion. But that's just that's my perspective on the whole day. How y'all feel about that? I hope it's not a joke. Uh, yeah, I can see how you would think it, it might be a joke, but I hope it's not because I thought it was dope. I want the album, the video album. I'm ready. I agree. I agree. But, I mean, they can't get nowhere with that, obviously, because that, that already belongs to somebody. So, Well, yeah, you just got to write new songs. Or, and then not not necessarily. Sometimes they, they come. you can come out with shit depending on who it belonged to in the past. Some people care. Some people don't. So, you know, some people you can use their old shit, and they just they, they appreciate you paying homage. Yep. Let me throw a curveball in there. Uh, how do you feel about um, the culture of it? You know, because, like, when people come into hip-hop and you take the essence of the culture and you try to take advantage of it, sometimes it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit it just like that. A lot of times we call people out for appropriating, appropriating our culture. Because country right. music is a culture. Right. And if you listen to the music and you listen to the artists, it all refl- a lot of it reflects to childhood, family, um, religion, everything. You know what I mean? So are, are you saying that uh, these guys are appropriating country music culture? Not, by, saying, by no, doing what not doing? saying appropriating, but does it fit? It would fit for us if we was to be open to listening to that genre, the content that. What is us as a category? Uh, for me, I'm I'm black, so I don't listen to country music. Yeah. Uh, if I do know any country music songs, it's, it's very few of them, and I couldn't even tell you them off the top of my head. Most of the time, it's because I'm the content ain't so relatable to me. So you telling me this allows you to open the door to country music and be more understanding to it. What do you mean open the door to country music? Oh, uh, not, not many open people. the door for black people to yeah. listen to country music yeah, more yeah, is what exactly. you're saying? I don't know because from the position that I'm sitting at, I take this as a joke, as a parody. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sitting here thinking, like, if these dudes drop another two, three songs and it's along those same lines, I would take it more serious. But because right now I don't feel like it's, it's a serious thing. It's just a way to go viral. I, I don't think they're trying to be that lame for us to go and be in country music. Yeah, because, like, if you look at the video, you know, Homeboy what got with an AK-47, Scully. It's like it's like, it's like like you would see, like, a like a regular trap video, right? Right. But now you put that country essence to it, and like you said, people would look at it as a parody. Until they keep doing it. Until they keep doing it, and it becomes it becomes like a thing. A thing. Yeah. So I can see it going. I can see it popping off, and I can see people taking that into into something they would listen to. No, I'm in Yo, already. I'm in. Yeah, if, if those guys are serious, I definitely see it popping. I definitely see a lane that they could probably go in and destroy if they stay consistent with that and serious. And for it. marketing. It's gonna be crazy gonna because be crazy. those those Nobody's very same it. things that you're talking about is what makes it relatable to us. You know the yeah. the, the bulletproof vest, the guns, you know the ski mask. Like that's that's our also whole the lyrics yeah. too. Though. Well, and and, yeah. and that exactly that's what I said when I listened to it. I was like, but, yo, he kind of hitting on them bars though, man. Like it's it's different to my ears because I'm not accustomed to listening to country music. Well, but I, I do make music, so when I listen to music, I'm looking for the content, and when I listen to it, I was like, See, man, I'm kind of vibing with it, you know what I'm saying? But 
country music, people forget that it's not just a race thing. You can go to North Carolina, you can go parts of Tampa, you can go parts of Florida, and any part that is country is all the same. From how people eat to how people live to how people get their money. You see what I'm saying? So I, I hear you on that as far as like country living. But uh, I don't think we've ever been accepted in country music culture. A few, and it's hard to it's hard to 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 bring upon because um, uh, what's his name? Um, I'm I'm saying we've we've been publicly shunned out of country music, like it's been said, like we're not welcome. Touche. <laughs> I have nothing to say saying. to that. That's 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 true. true. Yeah, I mean, but I'm Spanish too, so you know what I mean. I'm Spanish. And we do have our own version of country music. And just like I have a lot of friends who are Mexican, they listen to a lot of, what is it called? Uh, um, Ain't nobody in Nashville listening to that shit you about to name. Ain't nobody We're talking about authentic country music. We're talking about It na- is authentic Nashville. country music. It's just, yeah. it's just. Garth it's Brooks, just, yeah. right, right, right. Shania Twain. Uh, Taylor Swift country music. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Shut your mouth. I mean, she country, but she pop. So it's it, you know she covered a lot of a lot of ground. Yeah, she, she got her roots. She got her Taylor got Swift. Her that's so her pop. Get the hell her out of here. Ain't country music. She's pop because that's what that's what pops. That's what sells. That's what they told her to do. They you said pretty, authentic they country music. Yeah, and that's what. And she you comes said from. Taylor Swift. No, yeah. Taylor Swift is not authentic country music, bro. George Strait, Garth Brooks, like you said, Shania Obviously, Twain. That's I'm, I was trying to go authentic. somebody more new school. He had already named some some legends in the game. Obviously, we know that. We know all those those you know, like I said, legends. I don't have a better word. We know all the. I was trying to give him somebody new school, somebody like Jason Aldean, who if it, I mean you probably like. You said. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, it's hard for us to have that debate because you you're probably the only one here on this podcast that's well versed when it comes to country music. So your knowledge for it yeah, is exactly. is obviously gonna make you win the the argument here because you know we're not well informed when it comes to it. So. Anything you say is kind of low when it comes to and we, you know, that subject. We're not well informed because, like you said, we're not welcome. They right. won't let us in the library to read the books. So, right. Hey, believe me, they don't let me either, but I get in there somehow. Hey, uh, speaking of that, I was watching uh, Nick Cannon's Cannon class, I want to say, on YouTube. I follow Nick Cannon, very well-educated brother, man, Absolutely. and he, he, he needed a lot more respect on his name, man. Yeah. They, uh, they paid him... That's something that he ain't he, he ain't man. Let me let me tell you something. Nick Cannon slay a yeah. lot a lot of them breezies that you follow on Instagram. You like they like Nick Cannon the man low key. Yo. You know what I'm saying? He got a clean persona and he might seem corny. He got bread. He got bitches. He is a successful businessman, bro. Right, and he ain't as soft as, as and, people think. Yes, exactly. He's a genius, bro. He really Started is. with the kids, he, bro. He played that corny card, so he, he let could y'all keep buy that. Yeah, I mean that's what sells. Corny Nick Cannon. That's what sells. That's what people want to buy. That's why people show up for Wild and Out. They want to see all these funny people and corny Nick Cannon. Okay, that's what's making you buy a ticket. Yeah, call me corny, whatever you want. You call me whatever you want. Call me all the way to the bank, and I'm still paying you. <laughs> now, uh, I, I know we probably won't have a lot on this because I'm kind of you know throwing it out now that we kind of like live and on the air. Uh, but he stated that a lot of the HCBUs or HBCUs, HBCU, black college university, right? Their um, their books and a lot of the black history that's like the true black history that we not taught is held in, in, in I books. 
huh? in those books. Right, which is also held in Ivy League schools like Yale and uh, Harvard, but belong to HBCUs. But the other, other colleges don't. I'm sorry? And you're saying that the other colleges don't? That's crazy. They don't. Are you saying that the That's books crazy. with the knowledge is at Yale, it's at Harvard, but it belongs yeah. to the HBCU? Correct. That's crazy. Never heard that one before. Right. How y'all feel about that, though? I, I don't even see how that's possible. Like, why Why would the HBCU allow that? Why would my book that belongs to me be in that white man's library over there? That's the With question. With all my history. Well, that don't even make sense to me. Like, I, don't, I need more insight on that. You know what I mean? Like, that, that just don't add up to me. Would you I would, think that's, that's exactly how I'm positioning how? the question. I, I, because I don't know. And I know you went to uh, college for a little while. Uh, you went to an H, uh, HBCU, B, BCU yeah. too? Fam, fam. I got to be able to say that better. Like, have Yo, shout out to fam, time. bro. HBCU. Fam yeah. Rattlers in the building. Okay, yeah. Uh, the school my, 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 my girl went to, man. Uh-huh. Cook, cook, man. Cook shout, man. Shout out Cook, man. I ain't, you know, oh, shout I ain't out go cook to Cook, man, cook, too, baby. Yeah. BCU. It used to be formerly known BCC. It used to be Bethune-Cookman uh, College. Right. And then in the last, I don't know, five, ten years, they changed it to Bethune-Cookman University. Yo, uh, it was always university, but that was their name, but BCC. You know. Okay. Okay, cool. Getting getting educated out here today. Hey, um, hold on, I hold wanted on. to ask you. Hold on. You tell me those universities are allowing colleges like Yale, Harvard, those Ivy League what are they renting the books? Are they paying for the books? Yeah, that's what I want to know. No, they don't I, have access to those books. It's like held at the Ivy League schools, so it's but only, belong to the HBCUs. Well, how? I don't understand how it's you a, don't have access been like, to something that you own. It's been like a long-standing history. They ain't just come and take them. Like, yeah, last year, five years ago, ten years ago, like yeah, they but what's had it for some time. Us from taking them back. But are they question. using them? Is what I'm trying to ask you. No. So they're just holding them just so they can't be used. Oh, that's fucked up. It's like a yeah, Knowledge like a hostage. Power. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Control what you can control, exactly. basically, and let them let them. The let more them know educated, the more powerful. What, what you only allow them to do. That's yeah, that's fucked up. Right, right. Uh, what I what I was getting to though, man. Since uh, we probably gotta probably dive into that topic a little a little more with a little more information. Like I said, I shot it on the fly. Just wanted to see how y'all felt about it, and y'all kind of feel like how I feel about it, like how and. Why and why isn't somebody doing something about that? And, you know, what's the rules, regulations, or laws into going back and getting them and putting it out to the masses and letting us be, you know, more informed? Well, you know, we've been, I don't want to say brainwashed, but taught what we were taught in public schools for so long that, you know, that's black history that we know. If it's more to that, you know what I mean? If it's going to talk about us being kings, queens, and you know more inspirational and powerful I doubt it. things than I doubt it. I doubt that that is what those books talk about. I don't, I, if they do, if those these books do exist, I doubt that they go back that far. They, they, I think that you know. It's I, I'm trying to figure out why else where they be holding their hostage. Then. I mean, if it wouldn't be empowering to our people, if it wouldn't be like motivating or, or or telling he who don't know his history is doing to repeat it. Mm. Knowledge is power. Look at him. Look at so, H H. BCU alumni. I, mean, I keep it from you. I can keep doing it to you. Right. If I but, show you the history and, and then you, you, feel, you slap me in the face once, best believe I'm a duck the second time. Facts. Facts. Now, how was it in uh, at a HBCU? 
predominantly like just us there or black. Or, or all black? Black. Not see a, a white you see a white boy on campus is I gotta I gotta ask. It's weird, it's it's any Spanish people yeah, at everybody, least? everybody everybody's there. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a university. So I mean there's everybody there. Everybody, but are they mixed in as just as everybody is represented. Are they mixed in just as as well as the the blacks are? Like it's like predominantly black and Spanish, or like predominantly no, black. It's black. Like, it's called HBCU. <laughs> right, right. Historically black college and university. Uh, it is black. It's just like if you go to USF and you look around and it's ninety percent white or eighty percent white and you know ten percent, twenty percent everybody else. Yeah, you can you just go walk there, in and see it's it. 80, 90 percent black and ten to twenty percent everybody else. It's still a college. The numbers r- still remain the same. Essentially, it's just instead of white, it's black, and then there's everybody else. Same did, way it is at a, a regular college. Did you make a, a conscious decision to go to HBCU, or no, no, it just no, was? I'll be quite honest, that's just the way my shit unfolded. I wanted to go to Florida State, so and that's a that's a white college. FSU? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want to go to FSU, but I took the SAT too late. I didn't get my test scores back in time to get into the program that I was trying to get into. I heard so you. So I, I still wanted to go to Tallahassee, so I ended up at FAM. Gotcha, gotcha. How was the how's the college living or college environment? Like atmosphere, right? Yeah. That's, that's exactly what I was going to ask him. Yeah, I want to know, like, is it lit? You know what I mean? Like, I experienced, is like, it, the college like atmosphere a little movies. bit, like but I wasn't it. living on no. campus. Like, my homeboy used to bring me up there. We basically was coming to parties, so college just seemed like a big party to us, but I was only showing up for one the day parties. A, one day a month is like that. Two days a month. I mean, if you plan on passing, it could be like that every day for you. But you, you not in, you're not in college, then you just you at party. That's too much money you throwing down the drain. So like you, you know, yeah. Every now and then it got it got crazy. You, it's always crazy. I mean, but you got to go find it. You got to be in those circles. So like, if you're not the type to put yourself out there to be in those circles to meet people like that, then you are the same blame at home that you will be in college just for the people out there who think that I'm going to go to college and do something different and be different. So it's like high school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I see, school, I see know. guys that, that was in high school, come to college and try to reinvent themselves. And I had, I heard niggas telling stories about how they was on the football team. And I'm just like, <laughs> he really just told her he was on the football team. She's going to come ask me next. You know that, right? Cause they know for a fact I was on the football team. So now they're going to come ask me, like, hey, yo, did Buddy was on the football team, and now I'm in a situation like, I don't really want to blow your spot, but I ain't finna lie for you either. Yeah. yeah keep it real. I don't know you like that. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> right. I ain't trying to blow your spot, though. I get it. You're trying to recreate yourself, reinvent yourself. You know what I mean? I knew all kind of people who did that. It was in college. You was, I mean, in high school, you was a whole other person. In college, I don't know this person. Mm. I got to get to know you again in college because – Right, motherfucker. I knew for the last four years, but other than that, the experience is regular. I mean, you go, you you wake up, fucking go to class, go back to your room, go eat at the calf, go back to your room, go to the library, study, go back to your room. Like I said, but that's if you if you're trying to finish. You know, what I mean, if you're trying to if you focus, yeah, you could go party, party, party every night. But let me ask you this: that ain't gonna help you finish. Like teachers. I know in high school, teachers are very like, oh, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to make sure you got to get this done. How is it in college? Is it more like, hey, you know, if you want to do it, do it. If not, you're not passing. It it's, it's depends on the professor. Some of them, yeah. Some of them is just like in high school. Like, no, I'm going to be on you. 
I'm going to be on you. I used to have professors say all the time, like, you paid for an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half. So I'll be doing you a disservice unless you leave class early. See. And, customers, and they'll just come up with shit to do. Even if they finish early, they will find something else to do. But then some professors are like, oh, we done. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't care what you do. As long as you pass the test, I really don't give a shit what you do. Would you say it's essential for uh, the youth to, I mean, not only consider going to college, but go to college? Like, should that be a mandatory thing? Should every, you know, uh, 17, 18-year-old that's about to graduate high school go to college, at least to get an AA, if not a bachelor's? I mean, I won't speak for nobody else. My kid's going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm talking about based on your experience, though. Did you gain a wealth of knowledge from college? Do you feel like it helped you be any more successful in life than you would have been if you just would have not went to college? Is it essential to how successful you're going to be in life? I think that goes back to how you go about it. Um, some people are going to go about it for the knowledge. They're going to soak it up and learn. and But some people not. It, it really depends on the person. You know, you, what you get from it would be like anything else in life. What you put into it would be what you get out of it. It's that simple. Should, do I think everybody should go? Yeah, absolutely. You should go. Knowledge is power. And most people don't even have a, a, a better option or an idea when you graduate from high school what the fuck you want to do with your life or where you want to go. So why not? Go I, I wanted to, to go to college. And grow and learn. I wanted to experience. Did you look into it? or? Um, I, yeah. But I, I just never never took the opportunities that were given to me, you know. And then I chose more of uh, hustling and getting money now than, than focusing on the future. So just like he said, you know. My that ki- nigga was selling drugs, y'all. Yeah, facts. You know? Just in case y'all was when he said hustling uh, and getting hey, money now. Hey, I was a pharmacist. Right? That's cold for selling now drugs. Your, <laughs> now your background is uh, different from any of the three of us. I mean, any the other two um, of us. Talk about that a little bit. You uh born in Panama? Yes. Born in Panama. Came over here when you was what age? Twelve. Twelve. So that means you started or eight, in junior eight, high? It was eight, not twelve. So I came here and then I went straight to California. Right. And what great what grade did you when oh, you got here? Man. Um uh, Still in elementary, or you in junior high? It was it was elementary, and then eight, and then and then eight. What, what about what age? Elemi- you, we, elementary. We are, uh, is, uh, what grade we in? Around five. eight. When you eight? Uh, Let me see my kid. First, my my, my daughter seven. Here. My daughter seven. She she just turned seven. She in the first grade, so I say second grade. Yeah. So all right, so still fairly fairly early in uh, you know, American education. Okay, yeah, it was hard too because you know I only spoke Spanish. And what? then, uh, but I tell you this, my dad, um, my it's not my real father. He raised me since I was young. But my mother always told me that your father's the one that raised you, not the one that had you. And, well, I, indeed. and I took That's, that, that, I took it, that in consideration. That makes him your real father. Facts, because I learned, he taught me everything. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because I used to have a Walkman, right? And he used to have all the Aerosmith songs. And the only English I knew was just songs from, from the Aerosmith songs. Right. But then, you know, my father uh, being military, we traveled a lot. So we traveled to Hawaii, and then uh, we, it was California, then Hawaii, and then North Carolina. And then, uh, yeah, man, it, it was it was different, especially 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 coming to different schools and meeting different people. So, like, one thing with me, 
it never bothered me to meet new people or lose friends because it was a common thing. You see what I'm saying? I can know you for two, three years, become great friends, and boom, your father gets stationed somewhere else. You know? Right. It, it's so like me. I've never also been a military person. baby that makes you that. Yeah, sh- shout out to the song that he's played. I'm sorry. <laughs> shout out to the song that he's played. <laughs> Bring back memories, but I got a tear coming down my eye. So uh, for you, education was a little more difficult, right? Oh yeah, bro. But I tell you this, you know what made it? You know what? What the thing was that my mother always told me that to be to have the opportunity that I have, it's like a golden ticket. You see what I'm saying? Because not everybody comes from poverty. Because I, I I came from poverty the slums shed roofs you know the the windows are cement you know what i mean it's the bathrooms outside was a giant hole on the ground and you would stand on the toilet and you would hear the fucking poop hit the ground mm. you feel me and then imagine nighttime two three o'clock in the morning going to take a shit and it's like a barely a light in there and you got to look down that hole and you don't know what the fuck might come out yeah. you know what i mean yeah so life was very was very much so different taking a shower in a big old fucking Trash can looking thing Yo this water. song is killing me nigga. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yo this shit's gonna make me cry bro <laughs> nah. I'm trying to listen to my man talk You got this song <laughs> Just, That shit feel deep <laughs> Right right <laughs> This nigga was talking about the, the shit and the light. That was about the. <laughs> yo, son, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Nobody. But, but, but nobody this, should experience I tell you this, things. man. Those experiences in life is what made me, bro. Right. You feel me? I, I I could not be the person that I am if I didn't go through those those tribes and tribulations. And realistically, it wasn't as bad as people would think. You see what I'm saying? I'm taking a shower in rainwater. What the right. fuck is wrong with rainworms? Well, you get accustomed to your lifestyle. You Rain know what I mean? You, rainworms. You, 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 um. See, that's, that's, just, if, it hits, just, that's if it hits the ground and the grass. And I shit just like answered that. for everybody uh, who, <laughs> who was born. <laughs> Who was born here? Because that's what they was thinking when you said that shit. My nigga no. said, "What's wrong with Dude, rainwater?" And I was no. like, a "Everybody, lot, nigga. everybody I know got ringworms were, were playing in the, in the fucking ditch in the water in the fucking ditch." You know what I mean? That's how you get ringworms. No, but I, I mean, I, I I love that 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 story that you're telling, man. Because I know you uh, you know sharing your truths, and it's drastically different, man. Just just that little piece that you shared, and I'm sure there's there's a lot more. That's you know how hard it took me to learn. English, you know, nah, you know, you know, you know I what I did. So, uh, I remember being in in um, California, and a lot of my friends would try to talk to me, but they would had use sign language, <laughs> use their hands to try to explain shit or a fucking box. You would say a square with your hands. You would make a square, and and I got tired of that. I tired of not being able to communicate, so people wouldn't interact with me or involve me in things. So what I would do is I would like when I would watch TV. I would never watch anything in Spanish. Everything would be in English. Mm-hmm. And I would make my father talk to me in English all the time. You know what I mean? Thanks. And it's crazy because his Spanish is fucking fluent. It's to the point now that we speak really good English, but he still talks to me in 80% Spanish. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that that, that brings, uh, brings me back to what I wanted to ask you. Uh, military, baby. Uh, so outside of... Coming from another right, country and it being uh, drastically different here than it is there, uh, you also came into a military family. Uh, so how was that experience, man? Because some people got the mindset is just like, and and it could be a small major uh, a small majority of people, but like 
you know, are you in some kind of danger all the time or something nah, like that? Like, nah, you know, your, your, your father life. was uh, stationed in Iraq or Iran or where there's a war zone or something, and you out there living with him, like, yo, it's it's so my my father my father coaches. was the my father was the first of his family to ever join the military. See what I'm saying? He did it straight out of high school, did his thing, whatever, joined the military because he was going through his trials and tribulations too. So he thought it was the best the best way out, and you know, and and, and it worked in his favor. In, in the future but li- living living as a military kid man didn't make no difference bro it was actually it would it would be worse for me to get in trouble for my father than than a person you would call a civilian because like me if i get in trouble in a military base or i do anything that that in, in anything any trouble trouble issues it would reflect on my father you see what i'm saying right because he was my dependent so anything that i would do could affect his rank could affect his pay could affect his job because I'm his responsibility, you see what I'm saying. Right. So like it, it was, it was different. The only thing is like you know we used to, uh, talk about uh, high school. We used to like smoke weed and shit like that. You feel me? So we always like to smoke weed. What's more sketchier than smoking weed inside a fucking in, in in the military base? And you would think it sounds so bad, but it isn't. The only hard part was getting in and out the fucking base with it. You see what I'm saying? So now you right. got a random drug test, a random uh, uh, car check. So you don't know what what the hell is gonna happen when when you're going through through the gates. But life as as a military child, bro, it, it was fun, man. I met two, I met so many people from different cultures, different different places. It, it was it was it was exciting to me. You know what I mean? I got I got friends who told me they went through Okinawa, Japan, yeah. China, fucking. North Korea, Germany. So, so you ain't really experienced nothing like nah. crazy. It, it's still kind of the same style of living. Yeah. Okay. People, he was primarily still based here. I'll tell you here. this. Some people thought we was punks because we was military kids. But when it came down to nitty gritty, it's like, bro, I, I, I could be just we get as busy tough too. as you. We get busy too. You know what I mean? Facts. It, it's as simple as that. You know? And, and if you really want to get it in, get your daddy. My daddy 100% trained. Let's go. Facts. You nice. know what I mean? So it, it, it military being a military child didn't make a difference. The only difference that I've that I've gotten from it is that it did not. I did not mind losing friends because it became a normal thing, bro. Because you had to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have right. to move. Yeah, people would move matter. on a daily basis. Right. Yeah, get yeah. used to it. That's like that's like sure. us hanging out for three, four years straight, man. We the illest click. You feel me? Nobody can mess with us. If you knew, if you weren't looking for me, I'd be with I'd be with Maul. If not, I'll be with Ra or us would be us three together. But then all of a sudden, one day you're like, "Yo, what? yeah, bro, we got we got we got stationed somewhere else." Or it'd be like, "Hey, I got a week to leave." Yeah. So like relationships with women with girls, I should say, because I wasn't a fucking man then. You feel like I that mean, gave you uh, attachment issues? Um, not necessarily. But you sure about that? I, I tell you this: the only the the only difference I got from the military. Was when um, 9-11 happened, right? And my father was fine, and within a week later, he was gone for six months. He would come back for a month, and then and then he would be gone for another six months. Right. And and you know, if you have a, if you know anybody in the military, there and they go to station anywhere, they're never gonna tell you what the fuck happened. They're never gonna tell. They'll yeah. tell you it was okay, but they could have been in the most danger situations. I've lost <clears throat> friends. In wars, you know what I mean. I got I lost friends that that went to war, and got traumatized through through war, and came back perfectly fine, physically but mentally they're messed up. My best friend and and sorry to get so deep, 
He went to the military, became infantry, was out there in, in 9-11, came back a whole different person. I went to visit Panama for three months, came back, he uh, committed suicide. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that was just through everything that it, it was so built up. Right. You know, and the military is... She's brutal a little bit. It's, it is brutal. It's mentally taxing. If, if, if It's not for everybody, and I'll tell you that. And it was crazy because that was that was one of my... That was, that was one thing I wanted to do at high school. I want to follow my dad's footsteps, join the Marine Corps, go out there, you know... You you get you get your. How did he feel about that? Oh, he wanted me to, man. You know, I even did ROTC in high school. See, that's crazy. My brother, my brother went in. He the first one from maybe not, but anyway, my brother went in and he went to the Marines. Uh, he don't talk about it much. He won't. But, but he won't. My he'll talk my, about it to his brothers. Right, but my that my, that word. My son, he thought about it too, man. He looked up to his uncle. Wanted to go into the Marines, uh, even my daughter at a point in time, and he kind of like pushes them in the other direction. Like, nah, you could do something else. So, you know, especially for my daughter, he's like, nah, probably not for a woman. I, I wouldn't suggest for her to like go into the military. You and, know, my father and said he kind of leaves it there. He don't really, you know, expound on that much. But I could tell when you bring it up, man. He kind of like my he, father. He don't really sign off on like, yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. You should definitely do it. My father told me that. If you decide to join the military, the only way it's going to be rough is what job you take and what you qualify for. So if you're going to go out there and let's say you want to be a mechanic on a tank or something, right? But you end up being infantry. How do you think that's going to that's gonna affect your everyday, you know, especially so some, if war happens, you're the front line. Right. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he told me, he was like, if you're going to join the military, he's like, do something that's gonna be not only not only good in 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 the military lifestyle, but when you get out, you can build a career out of it. Correct. You see what I'm saying? So that's like, a small way to go about it. Yeah. It's like, it's like one of my friends. He joined the air force. Use it to your advantage. And and he's an air traffic controller. You think he's at war? You think he's gonna be one of the first persons that's gonna be sent out there? No, he's not. But at the same time, he can. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 why you put your name on the dotted line. Which is which is uh, a hard pill to take, you know. But now he's out. He's out the military, and he's making almost over 150k a year. Right. You know. So, so he it, went it, in there the right way. He got. He got what he, career and what you make out of it. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So yo, uh, in light of news, man, because I know we kind of do- dove into some personal topics, man, yeah, that and, that, and and that's what we want, man. We we trying to be authentic. We want to connect with uh, the audience. So uh yeah, let's let's cover this some of that uh some of the fun stuff, man. Hold on, how, hold on, one thing, how do you feel about the Fury fight? You know, we never Fury and Wilder fight. You know, we never really talked about it. Yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie, going into it, I already called Fury's gonna win that just because I feel like and this is my honest opinion. I fought with Wilder, that's that's my man. I'll be rooting for him, but after the first fight I felt like he was outclassed when it comes to boxing. You see, I don't May- think he Mayweather wanna train Wilder. Yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, a joke or a hoax or if it's real, but he should find somebody who would give him, one, better footwork and, two, a little bit more boxing skills, even outside yeah. of footwork. He's just like a one-hit-a-quitter guy, you know what I'm saying, where he could he could land, and if he lands, it's going to put him out. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I call Fury winning that fight, and they're going to do it again in July uh, later this year for the third one. 
Fury said he got two more fights left. He announced that he's fighting two more times, and then he's he retiring. So he's fighting uh, Wilder one more time for the trilogy, and then he's going to fight Joshua, and then he's out. Well, that's Ooh. how you really get to check up. That's smart. Yo, I'm retiring after these two fights. Right. Got the belt. Probably the best heavyweight in the division right now, arguably, until he beats Joshua. Then it's kind of solidified. He already beat Wilder, who everybody thought was the best heavyweight in the division. Let me ask you this. So, would you want uh, to see another Mayweather fight? Absolutely, man. Anytime Mayweather show up to fight, I'm with it. You know what I mean? Even I, even with the antics, man, him fighting Conor McGregor, I wasn't thrilled about that, but I tuned in because Mayweather, my man. I, I would like to see him have a real boxing fight <laughs> with a real boxer. How about you, Ma? What do you think? No, I could care less. You about know. Mayweather fighting? Yeah, both. I mean, you know, I, I, y'all y'all boys into the fighting scene and all that. Uh, I'm, I'm more of a... If it don't got a ball, I ain't, you ain't got a ball. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, that was right. That was on time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah All right, so. Fighting, you know, hey, I hey, I was waiting for one. I was waiting with for Floyd. One. I don't know. He, he do too much acting. Not enough fighting for me anyway. If I was in the fighting, he wouldn't be my favorite. Are you kidding me, man? Hey, you know we, I mean? like, do we really got to have this conversation right yeah, now? The I mean, defense, again, again, I'm not, the innovation I'm not of the Philly show, making it his own. How do you feel? Conversation, but if I, know, I was I got into, you. Uh, you know, dancing, you know, then maybe uh, I would look up Floyd. You know, first I look up the Sanchez. Shout wow. Out to, shout out to Tampa. Wow. You know, then I, you know, look up K Wayne with it. Shout out to Eight One Three. I, I think y'all could catch up the theme here. But then I would look up Floyd because, I mean, that's what he do. He do a lot of dancing. He do a lot of punch swinging. I'm, if I was in the boxing, it would be the Muhammad Ali, George Foreman. That's funny. Listing, uh, that's funny, man. Edition. I don't, Ali I mean, dance. He did dance, but he also punched. Better than most. Like, he jabbed like a motherfucker, too. While he was dancing, he was jabbing your ass 13 times. Floyd lands a large percentage of his shots. Floyd. Punching somebody would be the equivalent to me and my son fighting and my son hitting me and me faking going, ow. I don't want another Floyd fight. I don't think that Manny Pacquiao fell any of those parties. I don't. I don't want another Floyd fight. It's just a show. Shout out to the money team, man. No disrespect to Floyd. Floyd, one of the greatest ever, still undefeated, finished undefeated. The only Floyd still got to get in there and fight. The greatest shit talker ever. The boxer opposite of you can't land. Whose problem is that? He's still in there to take your mine's, head off to be able to as avoid. A fan of boxing, to, to be able to avoid that. Now the only fight I want to see with Floyd is fifty. Yo, okay, so <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna put it in perspective, right? Because y'all know I'm I'm football, yo. So oh, watching Floyd fight is the equivalent of watching a nine to six field goals game. You're bored. I loved it, right? <laughs> I loved it. I loved everything about it. The defense was phenomenal. I'm a geek. And then you walk in the room, and you're like, yo, that was whack. No touchdowns. That shit was whack. I get what you're saying. You're not, a fan, you're not a fan of the of the sport not to a, that magnitude. Not, not even. Yeah, because I could watch UFC and a lot of people complain about when it goes to the ground and you're doing all this maneuvering. And they're like, what the hell's going on, man? And I'm, I'm like, yo, you ain't see how he escaped. And, I'm going you know, to get chips and dip. That's how I, when they do all that, I'm just, they doing the floor rumbling, rolling around. It's chip and dip time for me. Yo, Jose, where the dip at? Buffalo chicken. Got you, got you. So we 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 on the burner right now, man. So since we 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 in the realm of sports, man. One, where you think Tom Brady is going? I, I'll start with that one. 
That's, like, that's kind of like a trending slash hot topic right now, man. So, what do you think, Tom Brady lands, man? New, uh, you think he stays in New, Ling- New England? Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's solely his decision, and I think he'll choose home. Why would I go anywhere else? Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I, this is you know, I, I it's the the evil you know versus the evil you don't. You don't, you don't think he lost a little bit of trust, respect, and might leave just off a of sheer principle because when Jimmy G was over there. Belichick wanted to get him the fuck up out of there and keep Jimmy G. Also, Belichick has been vocal about, well, not vocal, as vocal as Belichick would be about proving that he is, you know, the the, the special piece there that's getting the W's the kid. and he can do it without Brady. Give me anybody else. Maybe not anybody else, but give me somebody else that I can handpick and I can show you that we can make this run again. And again, and again, long as I'm here. But if I leave and he stays, you'll see that you picked the wrong, you know, special season. I can see Brady somewhere else. A lot of people talking about. I mean, it's a uh, business. It's possible. The the Chargers. They talking about. Uh, that's, real smooth, that's real smooth for you to not say the the number one team that everybody's talking about. Who's that? You, uh, the you Bucks. Somebody else. No, I ain't, I ain't here. Who you talking about? It's the Raiders. It's the, it's the Raiders? Raiders? Oh, not the Bucks. The Raiders? No, no, no. The, the number one team that looked like if Brady would leave, to, if he were to go somewhere, you know, it looks like it would probably be uh, Vegas. Oh, you say, don't say, man. Speak more about that. Well, they are saying Clark can't throw past ten yards. That's just a. That's just. You a, can relax a little bit, bro. <laughs> that's just the whispers. Yeah, but if it, that, that's, I, I'm pretty sure that's the number one team as of right now. That would would likely get Brady if he were to leave New England, it would mm. be the Raiders. So I think it's funny the way you said the Chargers, like you didn't know that already. No, no, I didn't. I didn't, man. That's new information. I'm glad you shared that with us today on this podcast, yeah, yeah, bro. That's hilarious. You just made his day. <laughs> you just made his day. Don't patronize me. All right. Uh, the other thing, man. Brady said the Chargers. I should have been like, you are fake news. <laughs> the other thing, uh, how y'all feel about Belichick going out to see? Uh, I don't know the kid name, man, but the kid that didn't get invited to the uh, to the combine. I think it's smart coaching. Belichick's never done nothing, but it's smart coaching. I'm, he, I'm sure he sent ten other coaches to the combine, ten other coaches that he has the absolute faith and trust in because he put them in place. So you go look at what you what we supposed to be looking at and do what it is that I pay you to do, what I picked you for, and I'm gonna go look at this one kid over here. Because nobody else will get to see him because he wasn't invited. That's why I was gonna say though, none. was he it in his eyes? Was it worth his time to go out there? Is this a publicity stunt? Because if the kid wasn't good enough to get invited to the combine, then why would you go and see? Well, the that's, kid the, that's the ins and outs that we don't know. That's that's the part you'll probably never know the answer to that question. That's yeah, that's what's wrecking um, my brain. But is it is it a waste of time? No. Does does Bill Belichick? Strike you as the type to waste time? No, sir. Have you ever heard of Bill Belichick wasting time? See, but so Bill, is it worth the time? The answer is in the actions. He see, went. Hey, Bill Belichick will find a diamond <laughs> in the rough, though. I like how you put that, man. That's that college stuff kicking in, man. You know, you got me excited <laughs> early with the HBCU. You know, facts, 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 man. Uh, shifting gears, man, to a sport that I love, grew up on, man, and it's probably my number one. Uh, NBA, man, it's been lit, man. Y- y'all see these young boys out here, man. LeBron said it. The NBA is in good hands even when he sit down, man. John Morant, my God, man. If that boy don't get rookie of the year, so, yeah, they robbing people blind. Uh, Zion, I ain't a big fan. Been having arguments with my brothers back and forth in the group chat. Well, he's averaging, like, what, 30 since he, since he started playing? Zion? 
averaging 30? Oh, right. we got to look like that 25, up. 25, something like that. Probably in the 20s. I, I'll give him that. I feel like he forcing a lot, though, man. I'm not a big Zion fan. He He's big. Young, he bro. a big bully. You know what I'm saying? And he He's just young. forcing his way into it. I don't see no... I don't want to say talent. Well, he's, he's young, and the expectation is high for a young man right now. Right, right. You know they, I mean? he, they brought him in like, yo, we need you to be the guy. They, they so are comparing him to, to the, the next guy. LeBron. You know what I mean? The next future. Right. But right. Hey, I he think can he need a little more. He can dunk. He can run. He can block. You saw that You saw that. Um, that rebound he had the other day? Yeah, yeah. He got over like, that, man. My, my yeah. brother's argument is death with that shit, man. I ain't going to lie to you, man. Uh, the second, third year boys, too. Them boys is clicking. Trey Young. Luca. Uh, Luka? Donovich, man, Jason Tatum, my God, man. The league, Yo, the is, league is in good hands, is, is bro. Going crazy right now, man. If you ain't watching the NBA, man, you need to tune in, man. It's as late as it's ever been in a long time, man. You know what I mean? I'm excited. I'm excited. It, it's it's a lot more creativity in basketball too right now too. Right. These these young these young guys have, have are very. Creative. Aaron Gordon got robbed. Oh. Aaron Gordon got fucking robbed, man. That dunk contest was a fluke, man. That's crazy, man. What else he got to do, man? Well, he said he's done. Bro, you see that dunk I he would had be in too. the game? You saw the dunk he had? He in right, he man. No, nah. Rob three times. Jeez. He right. He posted that shit on Twitter. Said, yo, I'm done. Y'all don't deserve me. You know what? He right, man. How do you lose to a man that... How, uh, the guy did the same dunk all game. Fucking crazy. The same dunk. He should have... I'm not going to say this because you're going to argue me on this. No, go ahead. He should have won the first one. Against Zach Levine? Yes, bro. Yo, bro. Relax, relax a little bit, though. My man. The no, one, no, I hear you. I hear you, but relax a little bit. The though. one where he cuffed <laughs> it and, and the other one when he went under the decks, under the legs, that's probably two of the best dunks I've ever seen. And and then the one he did recently against uh, Richardson from um, uh, Miami. You know, it, it was it was fire. three of the best dunks I've ever seen. Hey, you know, I've seen this thing where um, – you know, there's a lot of leagues that have, um, like, you know, when they have the all-star, they have the all-star and they have the slam dunk contest. You know, they have, like, the Sprite slam dunk where these these guys who are not in the NBA. Do you think they should incorporate those guys in it? Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Them dudes are creative, exciting to watch. <clears throat> it's what the dunk contest need, man. On top of the dunk contest, like. Yeah, man. They they definitely should. They definitely should, without a question, man. But uh yeah, man, like we said, man, we uh we had to keep this one short, man. Gave y'all as much content as we could with the, a lot of the amount of time that we had, man. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. Uh we love you guys, man. And until the next one, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke, rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, Juice World. We still not done with it, man. Uh, 3DM boys, we here and we here to stay, man. We outside with it. <laughs> All the way outside. Tune in. It's just gonna keep getting better. We out. Niggas saying they outside. <laughs> Niggas saying they outside. Send the Addy, we gon' slot. 3DM. Air it out when we arrive. Popping that shit, but they done with the smoke. Nah. She like it rough when we fuck, so I'm grabbing that bitch by the throat. Facts. We outside, baby. Niggas saying they outside. Send the Addy, we gon' slot. Heard he was talking, but he never jumped out the stool. Think that it's sweet till I pull up and pop out his shoe. And they say I got the juice. I bought the Dior, Dior, now that's all I rock for the shoes. Hey, Porsche niggas, hot boy.